Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, Let's Talk. And welcome to it. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. Thanks so much for joining us today. It's just about 1115. And it's our day that we, well, we get to talk to great professionals every day. It's just that time of day that we get to take 30 minutes and talk to great professionals in and around Butler County about issues that affect you right here in Butler County. And today is our day with Family Pathways. And so we will be talking to a couple of ladies from Family Pathways in just a moment. But let me first tell you all the different ways that you can listen. Because of course you do have us live on the radio. We love you for it because that's kind of the nature of what we do. But if you do have to be mobile, then you do have an app that you can download to your phone And once you put that free app on your phone, you can listen while you're mobile. So that's one option for you. Another option is listening to a stream online at 977rocks.com. 977rocks.com. I've done too many things for our sister station, right? It's WISR680.com, and that's going to be for this particular show. And you can listen to us live there. It's also the same location that you can... um, listen to the podcast of the day and we have made that so simple now so when you go onto our website you pick programs let's talk and op it pops that's all you have to do and then you see the listing right there of those that have been on the show so today you're looking for family pathways and uh and we're going to be talking about the legacy program a family empowerment program okay one more way so alexa powered devices if you have an alexa powered device what you can do is just simply say alexa play WISR680.com. I almost went into the rock station again, Pat. (laughs) You can say play the rock station, but it's not going to get you this program. Uh, Play WISR680 and that'll bring you up there and you can listen to us live. All right, let's get to it. We have Emily and Sarah here. We'll wave to Donna over there. (laughs) I told you we were going to put you on somehow, but Emily and Sarah are both here and they're with uh, Family Pathways and of course talking about the legacy program. Welcome to you two. It's been a while since I've seen both of your faces, especially together. It has. Yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah. Nice to... Did you say it's been a minute? It has been a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's been a minute. It has been a long minute. All right. So um, if this is the first time we're hearing about the Legacy Program, I want you to define that for us first. Because I think what you do, we know that you're there. We see the building. We've heard Family Pathways. But I don't think we really know what you do until it's our time to seek some help and need some help. So whoever wants to take it, um, just talk about the legacy. What's, what's that mean? So legacy is a program that we are working with families to empower them, advocate for them, and just give them different supports to um, just better them and have a family unit of, of strength and consistency. Yeah. And so why is this program needed within Family Pathways? It is a big pr- proponent of helping anyone who's at risk for any kind of CYS involvement and other avenues to just m- giving families who are struggling with any type of issue, anything going on that they just need a little extra support or um, consistency through. And so again, I'll ask you your definition, but what's it mean to you when somebody is at risk? And when do you determine that? Is that determined when they're already coming into Family Pathways or have they been with Family Pathways for a while and you're recognizing some signs? There's different avenues to that at-risk status. Okay. So they could be coming in to our agency through the outpatient clinical department and maybe they the, that therapist is seeing that they need a little extra support in other avenues of their life too so they can refer the legacy, that client to the legacy program and then they're an assigned a worker who's going to offer that that support to them and this has been a program for for how long is it been around for a couple of years has it been with a long history of family pathways how long has this been around 
So as far as referrals from CYS goes, it's been about 10 years approximately, and then our grant program just got started last June. Yeah, I wanted you to talk about that, so good lead in. So yeah, talk about the grant program. So typically our referral source has been primarily Butler County CYS. With the grant program, we have more of a wide range of referral sources. Um, Someone can be self-referred. We've seen outpatient therapists referring clients. Um, There's a whole slew of referrals as far as that goes. It can be from another agency or, like I said, that self-referral. So there's a lot more um, wiggle room when it comes to how the people are coming to us for this program. I feel like we're in class. Give me the definition (laughs) of this then. (laughs) What do you you mean by self-refer? Is it just, I feel I need help and I can call you? Yeah, it can absolutely be someone calling Family Pathways, maybe describing their situation, and then maybe they're getting kind of directed towards our legacy program and talking with staff there to see, you know, what are the goals that they want to be working on? What is their current situation in the struggles that they're facing. Um, I would say the big thing with legacy overall is just meeting a client where they're at. Um, So that's where we kind of get into various different situations with the individuals that we work with. So dig a little deeper into that for me for a moment, because I'll tell you, and I can't guarantee this is how people hear this conversation, but I know I'm putting myself in these shoes where I hear, oh, I can just give you a call. But with your description there, it sounds like people already have this all figured out. Meanwhile, I'm hearing you and saying, I think I might need help, but I have no idea where to begin. I don't know what my goals are. I don't even know if you're the right people to help me. So I'm sure there are other people out there. So explain what is it, how, when is it time to call you? Like when, even though I say I need help, I don't know who to call. Mm -hmm. So something that we work on a lot with our families is if there are parenting needs. We have a parenting curriculum that we use with our CYS cases as well as with self-referred various other grant um, clients that we have, and it's working with them to help them understand developmental milestones, what's an appropriate nurturing um, response to the kiddos that we have and how to best work with them. So I would say parenting's a big thing. Um, sometimes it's just working with them on making sure that they are financially stable, working with them on a budget and how to apply that budget. It could be something as simple as going grocery shopping with them to help them understand what is the best way to utilize their grocery budget for that month. Um, and that's really just a snapshot into it. It can be. And I don't want to downplay the budget issue. Absolutely. And I know I try to bring levity to some things that we talk about, but that is such a huge issue where a lot of even adults say, I don't budget because they don't know how to do it. Absolutely. So let alone to understand a whole family's budget, let alone somebody single, let alone a kid growing up. I mean, that's, that's huge. Right. Yeah. So you can walk me through my budget. <laughs> now I'll bring sure, to it. Down. <laughs> you give me my budget that I need to follow. All right, so let's talk about the eligibility, if we could, about being in the legacy program. So it, you have to be at the poverty level um, or below. So there is an income requirement for that. And like I said, it's that poverty line or below, and it's a household composition. So the the service as it as it is portrayed is for the whole family as a whole household composition. So we're able to go in and have an identified client, but we're able to help the whole family out as, as a, as a, as a unit, as a unit. So correct. let's say you have a unit when you have young kids, they're not working. When you have older kids, they may be working. Does that factor into that line of poverty or not? Like when you're talking about the whole unit as a family, because mom or dad may be working, mm-hmm. maybe somebody's laid off. I mean, there's so many scenarios there with a the couple, but when you say they're factoring in that entire family, what's that mean for older kids yes it would still include the the entire any income that's coming into that home is going to apply not that I don't want people you know please get Mm -hmm. jobs you know if you go out there and work I'm just saying that you know that could be a factor in Mm -hmm. in determining what if you're eligible for this or not any other 
eligibility requirements? There are a few other ones, but the, that's the biggest proponent. Too. Okay. Um, a lot of the other stuff is minuscule little tasks that we have little check boxes for, but the, the income one is the, the biggest proponent. Well, let's go through some of the, the service components of this. Um, counseling is one area. Um, I don't know who focuses more, you know, on the, the counseling, um, but Emily, Sarah, whoever wants to take that, you can run with it. Yeah, so this is where I kind of reflect reflect back to the parenting aspect of it. Um, are the legacy worker that's going to be working with those clients is working with them through the needs that are needing to be met with that family right then and there. So working with them through parenting, helping them, kind of the counseling side of it, helping them to understand where they're coming from, working from the family culture that they're coming from, and helping to break kind of the cycle of maybe poor parenting decisions or um, working through the issues that come along with poverty. It's really trying to break the cyclical side of what they're dealing with, working with that counseling and um, sort of an offshoot of that aside from just the counseling component of it is also connecting them with community resources to help get them out of their current situation and get them the services that they need, whether it's um, early intervention screenings for their kiddo, um, something is that may seem as simple as setting up a bank account, things of that sort. It's a lot of connecting to the community as well. So through your lens, what you've experienced, do you think, because I'm a parent of you know preteen, teen, that's the age, right? And um, there have been plenty of times where, as a parent, you sit through those moments and think, okay, this just isn't working in the moment, you know, mm -hmm. uh, whatever dynamic there is, it just didn't work in the moment. But do you think we inna innately think this is cycling again and we recognize it? And it's, it can be hard to break the cycle. I'm not saying that it's easy just to say, hey, we need help. Can we give you a call? Right. Uh, that can be difficult in and of itself. But do you think we innately recognize when something is just not overall working? I think so. I think it's kind of a mix of getting into those patterns and not realizing it and not recognizing that. And also as the generations go, maybe taking a step back and looking at, oh, that's how it was before and having that kind of self-awareness that maybe previous generations didn't. I think that's hard too, because when you're trying to teach your kids because of the way you grew up, but yet they're in a whole different generation and they have screened so much more than maybe somebody of my age or, or older. It's just difficult to realize. Yeah, that's difficult. Absolutely. Parenting is difficult. I mean, that's the moral of the story, right? <laughs> Parenting is difficult, and you're here to help us. Family Pathways, the Legacy Program, a family empowerment program. And let me just give your or get your uh, contact information, and we'll continue through the, the service components. But, Sarah, if you want to give us your contact information at Family Pathways, that would sure. be great. We can be reached at 724-284-9440, and we can be reached via email at pathways at familypathways.net, um, and our website is familypathways.net. All right. So case management, that's another part, mm -hmm. another element of the legacy program. Talk about that. So we, while we do case management style services, we aren't a case manager. Okay. Um, so there's a little bit difference in that, but we're helping you set up the ability to be self-sufficient. So we're helping you figure out how to set up that bank account, getting me, showing you the steps that are involved in that, showing you the steps that are involved in doing Head Start applications, early Head Start applications. So giving you the process to be able to do those things independently, but giving you the, the, the tools to process with that, and then allowing you to be able to independently do that. Because our, our goal is not to be a long-term option for you. Our goal is to get you set up so you're able to be self-sufficient and be confident in your abilities to be independent. And that can be scary. It can you know, be. It, it's a, wouldn't you say it's a journey? Definitely. 
and and you're there to help us to a certain part of the journey how do you in a sense be the parent that lets go of the kids hands so they can walk on their own i mean how do you help a family be able to take that step because it can be scary when you're helping and you're the assistant if you will and then i'm learning from you but then i start to depend on you but then at one point you have to say okay it's your it's yours definitely you know go for it definitely we definitely have some some of our clients that they they tend to rely on our staff a little bit more than others because we like you exactly they don't want to <laughs> yes. let us go um but it's it's showing them that they're able to do it and mm-hmm. showing them that they've met the goals that have been determined for them we do goals based Based on what the referral referral source has provided and self goals because if you're not self-motivated you're not going to do anything either so showing them the statistics and the data that they have completed their goals and showing them that they are able to do that can lead to a successful discharge that being said sometimes they're like well I want to work on this goal too and adding on something else but helping them through that and then easing that that transition well and again Sarah I go back to the same thing I, I kind of pointed towards Emily before is that when when you talk it's wonderful and it sounds great and easy but that doesn't mean that this whole entire journey is easy and when you talk about goals there are so many people out there listening right now that think i don't even i don't know what my goals are i just need to get through today and get to payday and then just try to get groceries on the table again so when you're asking me about long-term goals in a year or five years i don't have time to think of it i don't even know and that's not my priority right but yet it's such an important part again of life's journey is it definitely or is it not definitely we always have goals whether we realize it or not we have long-term goals that we're working towards every single day um, a big part of the legacy program is that we're making small goals little mini goals to get you to that that next step so you're right. feeling accomplishments along the way so making that big budget goal or something having that budget goal and then breaking down into different categories of breaking it down into what you have for rent, your cable bills, your groceries, etc. Emily, could you see that as a sign of maybe that's an indicator that we need to call for some help if we don't even have time to think through our day, let alone um, think of goals in the next five or 10 years? Could that be something that we're cyclically engrossed in at the moment? Absolutely. Yeah, I would say um, if, you know, we're talking about this and it crosses your mind that this might be something that would benefit you, you can always call into Family Pathways and talk with staff about the current situation and maybe talking about what are some of those goals that you want to work on. And we can kind of work through to determine if the legacy program would be a benefit to you. Let's get the phone number again out there. Sure. It's 724-284-9440. And they are the Butterfly Building. So (laughs) if you're always wondering what the big butterfly, those butterflies are gorgeous, especially your new institute and the Mm -hmm. other end of the building. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's a wonderful place. But all right. So let's stick with the legacy program today with Family Pathways. And there's one more element to the services that you offer. I know there are program goals that we could go through but it's about the empowerment group. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask about that because I think groups are so essential to individuals or families and and to be able to sit around and and share and talk, even that can be scary. But when you start doing it, sometimes you can't stop. (laughs) And that's a good thing because you're sharing. So Emily, I'll have you go first and just talking about that. So the parent empowerment group is nice because it is a group setting. So you're getting into this program and maybe you're a little nervous and you're not exactly sure how you're going to meet those goals or if you can do it. Having that group setting, you develop a support system in and of itself. So it's nice to have that to reflect on. The actual parent empowerment group is something that our outpatient clinicians put 
on and it's working with them on their motivators and their plan and getting them to those goals and developing whether it's coping skills um, because the people in the legacy program may have other services that they're receiving at family pathways or otherwise so it's kind of providing them that comprehensive okay let's work on your plan let's work on your goals in all aspects as well and I'm only saying this from my lens my purview (coughs) excuse me my shoes but when we isolate ourselves we're in danger you know I mean that's just a dangerous place to be and then when we're sitting in a group I chuckle at myself I've been in different groups for different reasons and you think why didn't I think of that (laughs) you know (laughs) it takes for somebody else to mention it and you're like what a simple idea and and it just becomes a brilliant idea that you incorporate Uh, but then there are a lot of people also who will say I don't want my life's history out there I don't want other people to know but um, whether Emily or Terry you want to take this it doesn't matter but um, what would you say to those people in how beneficial it is actually to hear other people that you start to connect with and you realize you're not alone I think it speaks volumes just to know that there's someone out there going through a similar situation there's never going to be the exact same situation they're going through but the ability to just get um, feedback on something that's going on and hearing how this parent handled that situation compared to how you were handling it gives you a different technique or a different approach just to apply that behavior or that technique or strategy just to see if something outside the box helps you. Absolutely. Uh, what goals do you want to talk about today with the program? Because there are quite a few and we have just about 10 minutes or so with you both. And so again, this is Family Pathways that we're talking with in downtown Butler, of course, with the big butterfly building. Uh, the Legacy Program, they do so many things and we get to talk to them once a month, I do believe, that you know, you're in. And so today we're focusing on the Legacy Program, a family empowerment program. What are your goals with this particular program? I think the The overall goal of our program is definitely to advocate, support, and empower those individuals. So allowing them to become self-sufficient. That's our end goal, be all. Um, We want to connect them with any kind of community resources to provide them with any extra supports that they need outside of what we are able to provide them as well. I think promoting positive parenting, helping them to establish that nurturing relationship. The parent-child dynamic tends to be where we see a lot of that cyclical um, negativity that we're working to break and promote those more positive parenting views. And on that point, I want to ask you, do people think they have to be like someone else that they either know of or see or see on TV? Uh, Because people are their own individual, if you will, individual Mm -hmm. person. And like I've said many times, I'm not June Cleaver, you know, and leave it to Beaver. I'm not, just not it. You know, so I'm just a whole different kind of person. But when people see um, something in front of them, it doesn't have to be June, but I'm just saying, um, then they get this perception of I have to be like them and I'm not right. like them. Do you see that a lot when people come in for help? I think we can be sometimes met with resistance when they're thinking that the image in our head is for them to be an ideal parent. And it's truly not. Um, if you have a three-year-old, you're going to have that tantruming kiddo in a store and that doesn't make you a bad parent. It's working with them to understand what's developmentally appropriate and what's the best approach, you know, the individualized approach for that kiddo. Um, it's, It's not looking for them to be June Cleaver and it's definitely working with them to understand our expectations for them are not that idyllic uh, image. Yeah. Other goals. Sarah, would you like to talk about some other goals? I think being able to um, encourage that development of the child and making sure everyone's on track for where they need to be, whether that be a child or a parent. Um, or And everyone that we work with, in our, especially with the grant program, they aren't parents. We have a couple clients that are just – 
adults, single adults living at home and finding, helping them find healthy relationships, whether that be through um, finding different support groups for them to go to and finding other people of like-minded situations um, or getting them referred for a service that they might need, whether that be through Meals on Wheels or finding clothing sources for them to um, have appropriate clothing for a job interview or court appearances, anything like that. And those, again, sound simple to some individuals, but they are so important to others because to some who may have the means or the clothing or the jobs or, you know, the computers and, and all this access, we don't think that that can be a struggle for some individuals. So those individuals, I would think that you're, you're describing, um, maybe that is their world. Maybe they don't have the clothing and the job opportunities. And so, um, you know, it, it's good that you're doing this and being able to empower, you know, families and, and you continue that program. And then would you say that you're trying to uh, reduce the occurrences that happen in a family? And I say it that way because that could mean a lot of different things. <laughs> so go ahead and, and speak to that, if you will. I, I think so, yes. I think um, that whole breaking the cycle and having that idea is definitely what we want to do. We want to show them that their their history doesn't define them they are here to make their own impact on the world and we're here to help them and support them in defining who they are to better themselves for the future and become self-sufficient and empower them to be the best person that they can be anything to add on that i think she kind of summed it up perfectly what she said absolutely (laughs) all right what you said so you did say something earlier emily about meeting the clients where they are Mm -hmm. can you expand on that so what's the journey am i coming into family pathways for this are you coming to my home or a public setting where we both meet and that's neutral what do you mean that you're meeting me where i'm at so in far, as far as the physical side of it, we can have clients come into the office and we can have sessions right there with them in the office. We do offer that we can go out to the home. Um, part of our what we do is also very community-based, so maybe it's physically getting them to that resource that they need and working with them on you know, a housing appointment or a meeting with the bank to set up that checking account, things of that sort. So it's kind of this, that, and the other in that regard. And then what would you say to the question that you're meeting them where they are emotionally or within the family spectrum so that's really where we're getting that call from that client and maybe they don't know if they're going to be right for the program or that they'll be able to make progress we're working with you in a non-judgmental supportive empowering way that we want them to meet the goals that you know the referral source is making but also those goals that are self-identified helping them to make improvements and improvements in any way possible in their life it's not having that giant jump to being the perfect mom or um, the perfect spouse or the perfect worker it's meeting them to make an improvement in some way that's impacting their life positively and then I always wonder what is perfect <laughs> right you know, like the word normal <laughs> what is really normal you know right. because as soon as you paint that picture then there's five other things that are okay it's just not in that same image. Absolutely. So that gets a little difficult as human beings that we have that in our mind. And, and yeah. so Family Pathway is with us and just about another five minutes. And I, I need to divert. I need to ask about the dog. <laughs> I need to ask about the dog of Family Pathways because I've connected with you and, and the Butler radio stations have connected with you with Family Pathways. And, and we've seen this little puppy yes. running around your office. Tell us about the dog. So Miss Dee is going to be starting her therapy classes here very shortly. Okay. Um, and then she's she, going to be a therapy she dog. She will be a therapy yeah. dog, mm-hmm. yes. So she's just kind of in training right now, just getting used to being around everyone. Um, 
just spreading joy throughout our office and brightening everyone's day. <laughs> That's fun. Potty trained yet? Or She's getting there. Getting there. Okay. Yeah. Next time when she's potty trained, bring her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my bosses would appreciate too much. With it. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. <laughs> but so what kind of dog is she? And, and I ask that for a specific reason, because most of the times that I think therapy dog, I think like the golden retrievers and the labs and, you know, but this is a small dog. Yes. She's a Pomeranian Yorkie mix. So she's hypoallergenic. Okay. Okay. Very exciting. Um, and then sh- it's nice for just anyone who, like, kids of all sizes can interact with her. It's not that scary. Big dogs sometimes mm-hmm. that some people are afraid of. It's a little smaller version, so. Right. Just I a just, little fluff ball. And, and I <laughs> love it. And not only do I love dogs, you know, so I think she's just adorable. And social media, I'm like, oh, look how cute. <laughs> but to be serious, it actually is a great benefit, is it not, to have a support animal, a service dog, whatever the term is that you're using, um, to, to have that within your environment. I think so. I want your viewpoint and, and why would that be so important? I think that it's very important to have an, an, an animal in any kind of therapeutic setting. Um, and everyone's different. Some people aren't animal lovers mm-hmm. and that's not going to be what's calming to them. Um, personally, in my personal life, my, my dog is my, my joy. So she's who I go to at the end of a the day and brings the happiness to me so I think it it's a good tool to use when we have the ability to use it in a appropriate and safe way yeah through the certifications so in what kind of training do you have to go through because I'm wondering if this is your first time that you work with a therapy dog you know how do you incorporate that into sessions how do you utilize a service dog to be able to bring out the struggles or, or issues that a family or person is having So that'll be something that we'll be um, meeting with our outpatient therapists because they're going to be the ones primarily utilizing DD in that therapeutic setting, um, especially with kiddos, I would say. Just coming into a room to have a therapy session can be overwhelming in and of itself. So getting them in a setting that's more comfortable, maybe introducing DD in there so it's fun, takes the focus off of them and they're starting to feel more comfortable. So I think in that regard, any office setting with the kiddos around, that's going to provide a calming interaction for them in that setting. I think it's wonderful. I really do. I, I, because I'm, a, again, a dog person, but to know that even though we can sit and say, oh, you all have a purpose for the dog, you know, and you have a purpose behind having the dog, mm-hmm. and the dog is going to be great in, in working with the, with the individuals or else you wouldn't have the dog there. And so I just want to commend Family Pathways for having a service dog and, and therapy dog. So that would be great to see her. Miss Dee Dee, is that what you, or yes, just yes. Dee Dee? Just Dee Dee. Just Dee Dee. Okay. I'll call her Miss Dee Dee. Hey, Miss Dee Dee, how you doing? But, yeah, so we'll see her grow as, as you watch social media, and she'll be in action, what do you think, within a year maybe? I would say probably. Probably within a year? Yeah. Good. All right. So, again, at Family Pathways. All right, so we're almost out of time. So what I want to do is just in a sense revisit the legacy program overall you both have been with me a couple of times now so I always ask you your final thoughts of our discussion today and Sarah I'll start with you Uh, just your final thoughts on the legacy program and what we need to do to contact you once again just if you're in need and just want that extra support I think it's it's a great service to empower you to become the best version of yourself and we can be reached at 724-284-9440 All right, Emily. And I would just add, if you're a service provider that has a client that you think could benefit from the legacy program, you as a provider can also reach out to us, gain a little more information and talk with us about if there's a potential client you'd like to refer as well. That's that's an avenue we really didn't go down too much today, but anything you want to add on that aspect of of service providers, 
um, I'm, they know who they are. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not sure that we, as a general public, know who they are or realize, again, what they do. Right. But um, if they need to contact you, just the generic number again yeah. or the office number? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just reaching out at 724-284-9440. All right. There will be a test at the end. <laughs> the phone number. All right. Family Pathways. Well, thank you so much, Emily, Sarah. Donna, thank you. <laughs> She's over there. But um, that hopefully we'll get to see the dog someday. But it's Family Pathways, of course, in downtown Butler. And um, we do have time. I'm going to ask you, just name a couple other things that you do. Family Pathways, because Family Pathways does so much. But if you're just going to do a bullet list, what else would you say? We do foster care, adoption, family-based, outpatient therapy. We have a psychiatrist, drug screens, visitation. And good old legacy. And legacy. And, and legacy. Absolutely. And that's all in the one side of the building. Then the other side of the building is the newer Monarch Institute. And, of course, that's open for people to rent out the public to get in there and, and enjoy that space as well if you're renting one of those rooms. But you can talk about that with Family Pathways. All right, ladies, out of time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank and you. appreciate it. All right, folks, thank you very much for joining us for this segment of Let's Talk. And if you would like to listen to this program in its entirety again, join us on our website at WISR680.com. You're going to pick Programs, Let's Talk, and the podcasts will come right up there for you. And you just look today for Family Pathways and the Legacy Program. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.